to entertain you, we'll sing your songs. Hey there, are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm Shane O'Hare of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join myself, Derek Krenevelt, and a guest every fortnight as we discuss video game news, video game reviews, and dissections. That's Geekscape Games every two weeks on Geekscape.net. From that sound, I can only tell that I'm the only one that liked this. <laughs> Dude, I don't. So it's so funny because when I was a kid, funny enough, I had the. Why don't you introduce what we're talking about first before we before I jump right so in? So we're talking about Ren and Stimpy's Christmas special that goes by two names because usually they would be a 15 minute cartoon, but they did a two parter. So one part is called Stimpy's First Fart, and the other part is called Stimpy's Son. Um, you can find it under either title, honestly. But uh, we're talking about this one. I have a couple memories of this one growing up, but really it makes me think more of college when they finally put out all of the Ren and Stimpy episodes on DVD, and I uh, bought the whole series and started revisiting these shorts. I got like a love-hate with Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was extremely important to me as a kid. The creator of Ren and Stimpy is literally a human monster. Yeah. But like, I do think that 
there is a lot of important influence that comes out of what Ren and Stimpy was, especially at the time period. But I am not shocked. I thought you grew up on Ren and Stimpy like I did. I can't imagine watching Ren and Stimpy for the first time in your 30s and it working. (laughs) I didn't not grow up on Ren and Stimpy. And that's what I'm kind of getting at is like, Ren and Stimpy has a very like weird spot in my mind where I watched Ren and Stimpy much like all the things I consumed at an age where I should not have been watching Ren and Stimpy, even with the edits on Nickelodeon. Like I totally should not have been watching Ren and Stimpy. I'm talking about like three, four years old watching Ren and Stimpy. So funny thing about Ren and Stimpy is uh, as I'm sure you know, the the company that owns Nickelodeon also owns MTV. Yeah. And Ren and Stimpy was a bit of a controversial situation because... I don't doubt it. MTV thought that they should have it. Like, MTV really felt like, no, this is an MTV cartoon. And I, I, I agree. I think yeah. it should have been. Yeah, and Nickelodeon was like, no, we want to do something kind of edgy and different. Um, There's a beautiful documentary that I recommend everyone check out on Hulu called the orange years. That's all about the entire history of Nickelodeon from its founding, what its philosophies were. Yeah. Oh my Um, God. I might watch that shit tonight. Yeah. They interview every creator except for the creator of Ren and Stimpy for some unknown reason. I'm I'm sure we'll get into that, (laughs) but they do talk about how the attitude of Nickelodeon was that Nickelodeon very much wanted to be the anti Disney which was that they felt like Disney was just so safe that they wanted to be producing stuff that was, for the most part, educational, for the most part, kids friendly. But it felt like it was just edgy enough that every kid watching it had a little bit of a sense of my parents don't want me watching this. I like I compare it to kind of the early actually around the same time, like the video game stuff. Like Disney was Nintendo where uh, Nickelodeon was Sega yeah. and like Sega does what Nintendo don't and it's uh, <laughs> N- Nickelodeon does what Disney don't. So yeah. um, and, and I think that's a really good comparison because there wasn't yeah. really anything that was like overtly adult no. in Sega, but it did nope. also have that edgier feel to it compared yeah. to the Nintendo games. So I had funny enough, and this is Christmas related, and I think we've we definitely have to talk about this in the future. I did in fact own the Ren and Stimpy Croco Christmas CD oh, wow. when I was a kid. Um I don't and even it have had, that CD. Oh, I have a lot it, of CDs by Ren and Stimpy. I don't have that yep. one. Uh cat hairballs. We wish you a hairy <laughs> chest wig. Yes. Like this is Fuck, this is so weird that this shit is coming back to me as I'm looking at this, uh, the track listing on the back. Yak Shaving Day. <laughs> they loved things involving yaks on Dude, show. 100%. I never understood it. But yeah, I definitely had this CD. And honestly, the this CD, the songs on it, and the Happy Happy Joy Joy stuff were the two things that I mainly remembered from Ren and Stimpy. I do remember it being, like, not my favorite, but I was kind of into it as a kid. When it had its, like, second run on MTV, which I definitely do want to... Or MTV2, and it came back on there and Spike TV, and I do want to touch on that because that's kind of how I watch this, and I'll get to that in a second. I never rewatched them. I never got back into them 
never really. So honestly, I was semi-familiar with this episode. And when I did rewatch it, it was very much like, the fuck were we thinking? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and I didn't understand it. And I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, you can explain to me what is so incredible about Ren and Stimpy. Because I feel like a lot of people do like die on the hill that Ren and Stimpy is a genuine classic. I mean, this fucking this episode alone received multiple nominations. Yeah, I so. So here's the thing that you have to understand about Ren and Stimpy, and um, we'll get into why John Kay is a bad person. What made me want to pick this is that I just finished listening to all of the commentary tracks that are available on the Ren and Stimpy DVDs. Is John Kay on there? John Kay is on most of them. Okay. Um, And he is very self-congratulatory towards himself about stuff, but he raises a couple interesting points. And the thing is that John Kay's origins do pull from like Disney and like a lot of like what you would consider to be a very clean sanctioned, like extremely G rated animation background. And he wanted to bring back that Tex Avery early Looney Tunes, like, Let's be violent. Let's be crazy. Let's be over the top. And like at that time, a lot of people were saying no to that. And he really kind of pushed forward this style that I think why people are so frustrated with the fact that that John Kay is a horrendous human being is that you would be hard pressed to find an artist from the 90s who was more influential in people wanting to pursue animation than he was. Because like when you think about Simpsons or South Park or King of the Hill or, or a lot of these shows that either came after or were contemporaries with Ren and Stimpy, all things considered from an animation stance they were kind of the same thing that you were seeing on television at that time for cartoons. Ren and Stimpy did this weird style where it was like, it was kind of sloppy and it was like kind of weird. And like the animate, the proportions on characters was like always slightly off and exaggerated, but then it would also cut from this very sloppy animation to like an absolutely beautiful immaculate still of the most disgusting thing you could imagine (laughs) and like hold on it. And you could tell that it was like, like when they would cut to those close-ups, like the artwork of those close-ups is gorgeous from like a drawing. It's amazing and unsettling. Like, Ren and Stimpy was one of those shows that I distinctly remember certain episodes. I don't want to say scaring me, but like, leaving me unsettled in certain ways. There's the one that I always think of is when Ren's teeth rot out and he's got the yeah. nerve endings dangling yep. out of his mouth and oh. he has to pluck each oh, one of them. Like God. it's, it pushes the the limits and um, John K only really worked on the first season before he was fired. And then they brought in a bunch of other people to finish his work. Uh, Billy West took over the voice of both, Ren and Stimpy at that point. Previously, yeah. he was just doing Stimpy. Um, another fun fact, more of kind of like John K kind of sucks. 
if you want to know why Billy West was such a seamless transition into doing the voice of Ren was that he auditioned for the voice of Ren and John K just stole his audition voice and did it himself for the first season of the show. Uh, so yeah, that's why that's why there's you can barely tell the difference between the two voices. I mean, not to get too far into it, but just to explain to our audience who may not be aware, um, John K. In March of 2018, it came out from multiple employees that he had sexually harassed and groomed them as kids, and also he did admit to having a 16 year old girlfriend at the time um there's Um, also rumors of child pornography as well so so, fuck this guy uh you want to know something even more uncomfortable oh jesus what uh his 16 year old girlfriend is on a couple of the commentary tracks on the dvds with him fortunate man i was like that was where i was like i'm listening to him like this girl sounds real young on this commentary track and then, like, I Googled her name. Like, I went back to the beginning for when they would say her name. And I was like, oh, no. Like, oh, those are commentary tracks that I'm never going to revisit. But I, I'm glad that yeah. I listened to them. It does give insight to, like, the artistic side of, of the show. Um, yeah. And this is a tough one. Like, I I feel like I am very good at being able to to kind of parse out the, like, separating the art from the artist. And in my yeah. brain, it's always, like, if I liked it before I knew the person was a piece of shit, I continue to I will continue to like the stuff for the reasons that I liked it. Yeah. But I absolutely won't go and support the other shit that they do after I know that they're a monster. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, yeah, John yeah. Kay's still out there making shit. I could give a fuck less about it. Is he? They haven't like pulled him from literally everything. I know he's <sighs> not involved with apparently we're getting a reboot of yeah no they want they want him nowhere near any of it he actually direct he did a music video for weird al which is like kind of upsetting to me because (laughs) like like that like actually (laughs) no i know it's it's probably honestly the biggest blemish on as a whole is that he yeah john a lot of work with uh tenacious d too i forgot about that yeah like it's 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 a bummer it's a bummer people really like kind of liked and respected him for a really long time we're here to entertain you we'll sing your songs hey there are you obsessed with things that happened before your time well if you are join me the host of before my time gelsey laurie to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves you can find us on all podcast platforms soon you'll be swaying so come on sing along At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. 
We'll be waiting for you. That's a little bit of the background on like Ren and Stimpy, the sense of humor, whatever. So right out the gate, I still think for my money, this jazz guitar intros theme is still like one of the all time greats. It is such a great theme song. So I I already have written down here, you know, you have these close up map paintings, but basically Stimpy's sitting there watching TV and he farts. Yeah. And it startles him and he runs and he talks to Ren. And this is probably the Ren is so is such a funny character to me because he is both this unhinged screaming character. He also clearly loves Stimpy. But my favorite version of Ren is when you just see Ren lounging and it's like smoker's jacket, Fez, pipe, like just sitting and reading a book. So like him just calmly <laughs> reading a book in his in his living room, like that just makes me laugh. Like that's like that's that stuff where it's like very 1990, early 90s yeah. humor where it's just like, all right, what what's the most over the top version of someone having time to themselves? And it's like, oh, well, they're wearing slippers with a fez, just like reading yeah, a book it's, while it's listening to Hugh Hefner, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, Stimpy's trying to explain that he made a sound um, and Ren's just like, I don't know, man, like, just go find it or something. I don't know, dude. I don't know how I sat there and watched this whole fucking thing. So here's here's the line that I still think is really funny. Yeah. And is he looks underneath the piano bench to talk to yeah. his boogers, which is gross. He calls them his nose goblins on a bunch of episodes. Oh um but but eventually the boogers figure out that he's talking about a fart and like it, the one booger looks at the other booger and goes he talks to farts man <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> like it's stoner humor to like it the is. tenth degree <laughs> it is and if 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 I was partaking while watching I'm sure I would have gotten a kick out of it but I. Th- I had watched this a little peek behind the curtain literally right after watching go and I loved go so much and I'm <laughs> sitting there and I found, sorry guys, I didn't pay for this. I found a daily motion, this episode on like a daily motion clip. And my favorite part of that daily motion clip is this was ripped directly from the MTV two like uh, syndication okay. and from like, envy mtv2 in like 2007 so like i'm getting commercials for the original rock band game and (laughs) i'm getting fucking like touring information for hate breed in 2007 and i'm like dude i forgot that they used to advertise concerts like on tv and be like they're coming here here and here i saw i shit you not four commercials for the same Amur album like four <laughs> commercials the same commercial multiple times four fucking commercials for this album so i was definitely distracted by just the absolute time capsule that was this ripped clip <laughs> that was amazing because it was a time capsule of commercials being shown for a show that was already over a decade old at the time when it was being like syndicated to MTV yeah. too. So, so That's wild. it was a real mind fuck while watching this. And I did love like some of the lines in it. 
but it did like solidify that the the gross out humor of Ren and Stimpy is just not for me anymore. No, and and I think that the gross out humor is weirdly the worst part of the show to me because I think that I but I do love the absurd humor of it like I I think that it's we talk about this a lot like things that exist in such a separate reality than our own right so like I love I love that in the reality of this 22 minute episode like three years have essentially passed in the time that we're watching in this 22 minute episode but it's just kind of like it's just kind of there you know what i mean so um one of the things that i didn't realize came from this episode that i still use a lot and i don't think my brother's ever seen this episode but he does it as well because he picked it up from me is the uh i don't care (laughs) <laughs> like saying like <laughs> saying like that yeah. whole like monotone yep. like Offer. I used to do that all the time and be like what do you want I don't care loved it I loved it like Stimpy falls into a depression and then like again the the absurd humor of the show is like Stimpy's trying to find this fart now he's convinced he's birthed a son yeah. um and up until this point. The episode is just like, all right, this is stupid. Stimpy just wants to find a fart, whatever. It gets more absurd at the point where Stimpy is depressingly asleep and you see the sad cartoon fart staring at the window, wishing (laughs) he could be inside. And then you're just like, what is happening? And that's the thing. Like, it's, it's, it's watching it and being like, people sat down and wrote this. I don't mean I, just like drew, like drew doodles. Like they fucking wrote a script. Like there was some shit behind this. Literally. I think don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that this also was like the show was a huge success and Nickelodeon was insisting that they had to do a Christmas special and then them just being like, we don't want to do a fucking Christmas special. <laughs> and then decided and to just go. this isn't even the only one they did, though. I think it might be. Was there another one? There, I feel like when I searched this up, there was. This was definitely the first one. And I think this was definitely the like, you know, the, the punk rock. Like, oh, you want a fucking Christmas special from Ren and Stimpy? You're going to get one, buddy. Stimpy decides to go out and find his son. There's a scene where he's literally looking at people's butts trying to find his son Stinky. Well, and that's yeah, where we get the, the Santa Claus that he gropes, essentially. And the Santa goes, oh, 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 like. the other thing that I love in this particular episode, mostly anything involving the fart, I actually think is really funny. But the voice that they give the fart, the character when he first shows up and he's just like, Oh, I should have never left home. <laughs> like, <laughs> so in my research, can confirm um, December 16th, 1995, during the fifth season, the last episode of it is a scooter for Yakmas. So oh. there is a second Christmas episode. Um, so I guess I got to fucking come back to this shit eventually. <laughs> one, one day, one day, I'm sure we will. But but yeah, no. So like. 
there's a little bit of that. Uh, one of the bits that got me chuckling is as well. Like now, now the story has changed a little bit because now it's not just like Stimpy searching for a fart. The fart is also searching for Stimpy. Yes. And at one point, <laughs> they try to do like <laughs> the sad. They they're trying to tug on your emotions about a fucking fart, like yeah. an animorphic yeah. fart. And I think and that's kind of what like I went into it. And yes, there were like feel good moments but i think i watched it with the mindset of fuck you yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i am not i refuse to give my emotions to this sad fart all right so i'm not letting this happen so i don't now here's the thing i don't think that you're supposed to feel bad even a little <laughs> bit for this fart but i think the joke is that they're trying Right, oh, like yeah. that they're putting in the effort, so it's like all sad. It like curls up between two homeless men, yeah. and then it turns into the light of match or something, and then it's like an intense scene of him trying to dodge this yeah. match. Like it's just, it's all so absurd. It builds to Ren. I wrote Ren sadly singing We Wish You a Merry Christmas God. is my mood most days. Yeah. Um, so it's Ren. You're not Ren, wrong. Ren trying to fight. Like he misses Stippy and he's just like pulling out gifts underneath the bed. He's like, We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh my God. Which is. Yeah, that's that's me. November through December, you at any moment can find me crying my way through. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Honestly, that's me. March twenty fourth. <laughs> Stimpy shows up. He's he's frozen in ice blocks. Yep. But then the fart makes its way there too. And yeah, Ren Ren shoves his finger underneath Stimpy's nose. He realizes that Stinky's there. But yep. Stinky isn't sticking around. No. He's, he's getting married. Cora. Cora <laughs> the rotting fish head. The fuck are we watching, dude? <laughs> you may kiss the cod. <laughs> oh, God. And then oh. the, the bigger confusion is that they honeymoon inside Ren's nose, which yeah. is just absurd. But... I mean, this was Ren and Stimpy. This was what you knew you were signing up for when you sat down to watch Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. So, (laughs) like, I feel like I went into it with soured expectations already because I knew what Ren and Stimpy was. So it wasn't like I didn't know what I was getting into. I think if I were to, as you said earlier, partake in certain things while watching Ren and Stimpy, I'd be like, you know what? This is pretty fucking good. Um... (laughs) But I think for the most part, it is it's not for me right now. I think what interests me more is what it has influenced and maybe the history of the show versus the show itself. Um, I am looking forward to the day that we do sit down and listen to that Crock of Christmas album, because like, again, I had like nostalgia overload just scrolling through those the track lists and it made me actually want to find my old nickelodeon cd that i had with all the themes on it and stuff because they had some craziness in there i have um you idiot which was the first ren and stimpy album okay and and what's cool about that album honestly is that it's got its goofy songs yeah but it's also just got songs that are like 
six minute blues jams <laughs> and like and like really good like they're good songs yeah <laughs> like, and i remember there is like i uh i've always i'm always like man if i had a band the shit that we would do but like there's like three or four songs in that movie that I was like dude if i was a good guitarist if i could like just fucking slay on guitar i would absolutely be like yo we're covering these songs we're covering space Hell madness yeah, and dude. and fire dogs cuz it is just like a crazy fucking song where it's got like you got that shit where it's like three guitar players that are all playing like the same like kind of complicated lead but yeah. in like different octics or um harmonics so yeah. it like creates this really cool sound like those songs are unbelievably good yeah they're <laughs> like, not bad like a lot of these like early 90s like like the, the people poured their hearts into some of these like novelty albums it's insane yeah. to me um so did you cry no how about you not at all i, I, cri- I cried was. more when we hit the commercials and i was like oh my god Oh, <laughs> oh look commercial for laguna beach <laughs> <laughs> well dylan mary fartmas <laughs> mary fartmas matt oh whoa, oh, whoa, oh, oh, now we won't stop till the big ball drops on new year's hop hop happy holly have a great 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 holly have a merry 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 happy holiday Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why did my f- facing Floyd Mayweather in the f- Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.